0: Dr. Dave. Hopefully you're doing well. Had a good start to your week. You're looking forward to the rest of it. Coming at you on behalf of the Toronto Neck and Back Pain Clinic with your daily health update for Tuesday, March the 12th, 2019. We're going to look at school success and the lower risk of depression today Is one of our six areas of health and wellness news to keep you updated on what's going on in the research and literature. School and depression can uh, go hand-in-hand quite often, so we're going to look at the correlation there. Heart attacks with uh, younger women, uh, an unusual age group to be suffering from that, but we'll look at the latest from the journal Circulation, February 2019, in that respect. The Western diet apparently increases your risk of severe sepsis and death. That's um, a body's reaction to uh, an infection that can lead to death. So, we'll talk about that because that's never a good thing. Aquatic exercise on your fitness side, We're talking about caring for wounds that could lead to sepsis. So, we'll take a peek at that on the wellness and prevention. And then finally, the chiropractic area, we'll look at visceral mobilization, not just moving around bones and joints and muscles, but moving around the viscera and um, how that can reduce your neck pain believe it or not. So, interesting correlation there as well. Not going to treat, diagnose, prevent or cure any illness or disease with our time together today. However, when you keep your head immersed and your thoughts focused on some health and wellness things, you just might make some different decisions throughout the day that can help any health and wellness problem improve and or stay better in the future. Would encourage you to contact a healthcare provider when making decisions for yourself with respect to your health and wellness so that it's customized, individualized, and personalized for you because you are worth it. The journal Child Development, February 2019, talks about school success and perhaps a lower risk of depression. According to a study involving 380 elementary school students and their teachers, children who experienced academic problems in the first grade were more likely to have problems with their peers and depressive symptoms in the following years. Good to have good support from home and a great program with a successful structure, with a process. And a system that uh, gets uh, good results that uh, again are individualized as much as possible to help that child succeed when it comes to adapting to their environment and uh, learning how to understand and study things and of course it takes a wonderful teacher uh, to be able to do that and uh, those early formative years are valuable in that respect perhaps based on this uh, research from the journal child development so Helping those young people have a successful start to their schooling uh, is very valuable in terms of their mental health and wellness going forward. It should be a supportive process, certainly not a punitive one, where uh, the focus should not be necessarily academic. In the journal Circulation, February 2019, we look at uh, younger women. Who apparently are having increased rates of heart attacks. In 2014, women under the age of 55 accounted for 31% of hospitalizations for heart attack. That's up from 21% in the 90s. That's a 10% increase. Though researchers say it's not entirely clear why heart attacks are increasing among younger women, the study period spanned a time in which the prevalence of obesity also increased, which has been associated with an elevated heart disease risk. So we look at our lifestyle factors. We want to have good mental health and a solid fitness, exercise, and nutrition routines as well as enough sleep and learning how to uh, manage and interact with our environments including the stress that it brings good and bad and try and get these numbers headed in the other direction we have all the resources and tools and the knowledge but for some reason statistically many of these categories uh, continue to get worse so this Western diet of ours could be a bit of a culprit, and not only with weight, but according to the proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, February 2019, can also be a risk factor. <coughs> oh, excuse me, can also be a risk factor for severe sepsis and death. Sepsis is the body's reaction of fighting an infection which can lead to shock and organ failure. In this study, researchers observed that feeding mice, a Western style diet, characterized as being low in fiber and high in fat and sugar resulted in an increase in chronic inflammation, sepsis severity, and higher mortality rates. The researchers hope their findings will encourage hospitals to better monitor the diets of patients in the ICU as they are the patients most likely to develop sepsis. Of course, based on the movies and television shows, if you've ever caught those scenes where somebody's in the hospital It's uh, always uh, kind of an underlying joke, uh, a well-understood theme that that hospital food is not necessarily the best and uh, hopefully that's changed. I haven't experienced it myself uh, in a while, but um, I can imagine that uh, it it can only improve because it should reflect um, what the body needs to be able to heal in that environment. So hopefully that's getting better. And we all know we can do better to avoid situations where our diet can also lead to things like inflammation that definitely is a contributing factor they believe to not only um, uh, uh, pain but also conditions perhaps like heart disease uh, diabetes and others aquatic exercise good for uh, seniors for sure could be good for the rest of us as well water is a good environment to be able to get 360 degrees of resistance without a lot of impact because it's not quite as weight-bearing as other activities. The BMC Geriatrics Journal February 2019 says that no studies have specifically studied fall risk in relation to aquatic exercise. A review of the data from 14 published studies indicates that aquatic exercise improves several physiological risk factors associated with increased fall risk. So if you enjoy the pool or if you enjoy the water, great place to go to uh, do a of fitness and or stay active in that water uh, can help with your balance and your proprioception and uh, a little bit of your strength and stability. The Niemers Foundation, February 2019, uh, talked about uh, caring for wounds. So they offer the following suggestions to reduce the risk of infection and minimize scarring when caring for a wound. Keep the wound covered with a clean dressing until it stops producing fluid. Wait an average of four days after surgery before showering. Do not soak in the bathtub or swim until your next doctor visit. And don't let uh, don't let pets get close to a wound. And do not pick or scratch a scab. Let your body do its thing. Take care of those wounds properly, sometimes a seemingly innocuous or small thing can uh, become a big problem if it's not taken care of properly. Our skin is a barrier to protect us from the environment, different kinds of bacteria and mold and whatnot, and um, if those wounds get exposed to those things, uh, that creates an avenue of exposure to the inside of the body, which could lead to complications so we want to make sure we help our body heal by creating good environment around those wounds and make sure that it doesn't lead to other health problems and to also minimize any scarring that might happen with those wounds evidence-based complementary and alternative medicine journal november 2018 talked about visceral mobilization how that can reduce neck pain. So if you or someone you know is suffering from neck pain, this could be of interest. Past research has suggested that visceral disturbance can lead to increased musculoskeletal tension and pain in areas innervated by the corresponding spinal levels. In a recent study, researchers observed that visceral mobilization, a form of treatment that can be administered by a doctor of chiropractic, of the stomach and liver reduced cervical pain and increased the amplitude of the upper trapezius muscle immediately after a single treatment, and the benefits persisted for up to seven days. This article talks about the relationship between the organs, glands, and blood vessels and the physical body, the muscles, joints, and uh, other tissues uh, in what we call the somatic nervous, somatic, the musculoskeletal system perhaps, and those are innervated by nerves part of your somatic nervous system. Your organs, glands, and blood vessels are innervated by nerves of part of your autonomic nervous system, the fight-and-flight system, but there can be an overlap. The most common example of this that we might be familiar with is with a heart attack, when a blood vessel on the heart is blocked and the muscle tissue is getting damaged. That is a crisis that your brain hears about really fast, and um, not only with chest pain, sometimes you'll feel jaw and or pain down into the arm. And there's nothing wrong in the jaw or the arm, but because there's so much signal coming from that damaged heart tissue because it's important for you to know that that's going on, it sends it to your brain, it spills over into these other nerve endings that go into uh, those parts of your body and uh, you perceive it as soreness in those areas as well. That speaks to something called visceral somatic and somatovisceral reflexes and that can occur with many other organs, glands and blood vessels and physical parts of the body including apparently the stomach and the liver and the neck. So a correlation between those viscera or organs and uh, that somatic part of your body, the physical part of the neck. There are other reflexes like that. So sometimes uh, that's when if something that you are noticing in terms of discomfort in the body is not getting better, there may be another cause or source of that problem. Hence seeking out some of that professional healthcare provider advice is always a good idea just to make sure there isn't something going on. Alright, some great uh, areas of information there. Helping those young young ones succeed in school can lower the risk of depression. Make sure that you're taking care of your food and your fitness and your stress and your sleep and all those other good lifestyle factors so that uh, if you're a young woman you're not helping to increase those heart attack statistics. Watch your Western diet. Maybe consider looking up a Mediterranean diet. tends to be a a little bit better for us based on the research and literature. Get into the water. Do some exercise. Take care of those wounds and uh, get those physical aches and pains checked to make sure that not only is your pain going away, but any underlying cause or source that might even be coming from an organ or gland is also being dealt with so that you can stay as healthy as you possibly can in life to enjoy that journey that you're on, creating those great experiences every day. And we're here with the Daily Health Update Monday through Friday to help you just do just that. Your quote for today comes from Victor Hugo, who says, Laughter is the sun that drives winter from the human face. Sometimes with the challenges we have in life, the best thing to do is smile, laugh it off, keep working on solutions, but stay focused on the positive side of those challenges. Try and spin the silver lining to those things, including your health and wellness challenges, having an optimistic uh, approach and a lighthearted approach uh, will support your body's ability to heal and stay well. So today, share some smiles, laugh with your co-workers, laugh with your family and friends, and uh, that's some of the best medicine going around, apparently. Tomorrow's the middle of the week. We'll look forward to chatting with you then. Daily health update coming up. Enjoy your day. Create some great experiences. We'll talk to you soon.